You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is a practice management and EHR software that helps behavioral health professionals manage their practice with confidence and efficiency. I've been using Therapy Notes in my own group practice for about five or six years now, and they're hands down amazing. They've got a scheduling and to-do list that is so easy to look at, a notes template that is amazing and exactly what you need, billing that has accurate reports that you can use, credit card processing system, a client portal that's constantly being updated, security, and tech support that is amazing. You can call and actually talk to someone right away. If you're looking for an EHR that can give you everything you need to run your group practice smoothly, try Therapy Notes out by going to www.therapynotes.com forward slash the group practice exchange and you'll get two free months to try them out. Hey everyone, my name is Lindsay Keisman and I'm going to be your host for this episode of the Group Practice Exchange podcast. I'm also one of the coaches for the Group Practice Exchange and I offer individual coaching along with some group masterminds throughout the year. If you want to learn more about that, please visit thegrouppracticeexchange.com and click the menu button that says Get Coaching. You can also find me on the Exchange membership doing a monthly Q&A for members. A big thanks to Maureen for inviting me to talk with you all about some of my favorite topics. And today I wanted to talk about boundaries. I want to talk about business boundaries in your personal life. I think any business owner has trouble with this, not just us group practice owners. And I want to talk a little bit about why I think that happens. I think most of us don't have the luxury of cutting off our income stream to fully focus on establishing our business, which means that we're often working on our business whenever we can squeeze it in. So whether you're a stay-at-home parent who's working whenever the kids are in bed, or you're the person still working a full-time job and squeezing in time at night, the common thread is that we're working whenever we can, whenever we can find time. And I think that as time goes on in our businesses, it's really easy to allow that to become our habit. So even as we might transition, let's say, out of our full-time job into full-time group practice and then get it established, it's really easy for that routine to follow us. For me, I had three kids under the age of three when I started my group, and I was working part-time four nights a week in my solo practice after a full day with all of my kids. So I already had kind of terrible boundaries, but at that point in my life, it worked really well for us, and I benefited from having some time to be an adult. But when I started my group, it really changed from something that was already kind of a lot, but I had designed it that way, to something I had designed, plus way more than I ever expected. I think most group practice owners will share that that first year is pretty rough and year two can still feel like a lot. And at least by year three, unless you're moving on to something new and different, things are slightly more settled. 
And I think the trick is, is that figuring out how to have boundaries in any of those stages, whether we know that we're pushing, we know that we're scaling, or we're actually hunkering down and just getting settled into it, just remembering that it's easy to accidentally keep up with that routine of working whenever we can squeeze it in. So I wanted to talk about a couple strategies to have good business boundaries. Um, and I think, you know, whether you're just getting started or you're thinking about expanding your services, one of the things I'd have you keep in mind is to plan ahead and time it wisely. Sometimes our practices are going to require a ton of our attention, and there's absolutely no way of getting around that. We could be starting our group, expanding a service line, adding new levels of leadership, moving our location, or starting a brand new location. So the best we can do in these situations is to plan the rest of our lives knowing that we're about to go onto this journey into something big in our business. So this might mean dropping your personal caseload down, saving up extra money so you're not worried all the time in the midst of all those changes, keeping your personal schedule light and saying no to things that are optional with family and friends, protecting what little free time you have to get in the things you absolutely need in order to stay grounded, asking for help from friends or family, and maybe even just timing a big change uh, to avoid busy times of the year like the holidays. Also, having a serious talk with your significant other about what it's going to mean for your immediate family and getting some outside support, like maybe even a cleaning person for your house or someone to take care of your lawn or ordering a meal service for a little while. And once again, the idea is, is by planning ahead and timing it wisely, you can set yourself up to be able to have slightly better business boundaries during this time where you know you're going to be pushing. So another suggestion I have, which I think is a little bit of common sense, but I always like to throw it out there, is to make sure that we're actively staying organized. Um, when we're doing something big, when we are trying to make sure we have good boundaries, keeping things organized, making lists, staying on top of things is usually a really great idea. Pretty frequently in my group practice journey, I know that I felt like there was just too much stuff to keep in my brain at one time. And I say this as a person who usually has a pretty good ability to do that. But as a business owner, I think this can be a really big challenge. And I don't necessarily want us wasting a bunch of time, you know, spending hours finding the perfect planner and writing and rewriting lists. Um, however, I do think it's important to make a rolling to-do list and revisit it at the start of your day. Figure out what tasks you're going to focus on and make sure you only do those. It's so easy to get sidetracked. And this is one of the reasons why we then go home and, and feel the need to squeeze more work in. So another tip I have is to talk with, uh, you know, your significant other or a few key people in your life um, that, you know, know the kind of journey you're going on in your group practice and let them in on the fact that you need some accountability to stay on track with good boundaries. Uh, I have an example with this that happened to me, which is, you know, when I opened my second location, I remember feeling like I was working all the time and, and I was for a while. My husband called me out on something and I'm really grateful that he did. See, 
I was on the couch uh, hanging out with my three kids, snuggling, watching a TV show right before their bedtime. And somehow I still had my phone in my hand reading something that I thought was really important. You know, he came over and took the phone out of my hand and reminded me that the kids were going to bed in 15 minutes and that he'd give it back afterwards. And I remember we had a really good conversation that night about where I was as a group practice owner, as a business owner, and how I wanted to shift some of the ways I was operating during this process and how helpful it was to have him sort of remind me what was important because it's really easy for me to get lost. And, you know, I loved giving him permission to kind of call me out on the things that I needed some support with, I needed some accountability with. So this brings me to another tip, which is, um, you know, put the technology down. Uh, take a break from Facebook or put your phone on the charger and leave it alone when you get home. Leave the computer at work. Uh, technology is just way too convenient and it's way too easy for us to get roped into something when we have our devices right next to us. So sometimes we need a really hard boundary, right? We just literally need to not have access to something. So that'd be one thing I would make as a suggestion. And I know so many people will do these little, um, like one week off of Facebook or a month off of Facebook. Um, and I'd really challenge you to just try this out and see how different you feel. Um, you know, somehow reduce your connection to technology and see if you feel like you're able to, you know, go into your personal life and leave business where business belongs. All right. So another suggestion is to make sure that when you're talking with friends and family that it's okay to talk about your business, but make sure that it's not consuming all of your conversations. Our loved ones need our time too, and it needs to not always be about business. And I think this is even trickier for group practice owners who maybe have a spouse or a friend or some sort of significant person in their life that's also involved in their business or working for their business. And so, you know, I always want to talk about the fact that our business is a big part of our life, but we want to make sure that it's not the only thing that defines us. So another suggestion is, you know, to delegate anything that you can, but to definitely delegate things that you're not any good at. Uh, be smart with your time and acknowledge that sometimes having other people involved actually makes more sense. And by doing this, you reduce your own to-do list and have more time to conquer the next thing on that list or spend time away from work. So I know for me, this example came up probably a year and a half ago for me. Uh, and, and I'll just be honest with you, I'm, I'm terrible at networking Chromebooks and printers. I can totally do it, and I'm tech-savvy enough to figure it out. But I'll be honest, it's me being on the phone for hours with some sort of tech help desk support person that probably wants to kill me by the end of the call. And what takes me hours has literally taken another person minutes to do. And when I saw this, I was so incredibly frustrated and mentally fatigued um, after putting so many hours in that I was kind of useless the rest of the day. And so it felt like it wasted almost a half a day, almost a full day. 
And, I, you know, if I'm going to be honest, I would have been better off seeing a client and paying somebody the money that I made for that hour to come in and do something that they're already really good at. And then I would have had seven remaining hours that I could have been highly productive. So I think it's important for us not to forget that, you know, we, we pressure ourselves and tell ourselves that we might not have the money or uh, we'd be better off figuring everything out on our own. And sometimes it's true. Uh, and sometimes it's really just us pretending we're masters of the universe. So I could go on to talk about all sorts of self-care tips, but I'm going to assume I would be just preaching to the choir. So let me end with this. I'm going to encourage each of you to do some quick self-reflection. And I want you to think about your relationship with your business. And I think it's important to realize that we are in a relationship with our business and that sometimes it's healthy, sometimes it's necessary, but sometimes it's not necessary and it's unhealthy. And it's really important with all of us being in different stages of development in our group practice not to forget to do a little check-in and do that self-reflection here and there and make sure that we're challenging ourselves to always keep those business boundaries, those personal boundaries in check with our business. So I hope you do, you'll do that. I hope you'll take that minute and really think about it and just figure out if there's one thing that you could change or if there's a couple of things that you could do to make yourself feel like you've got those business boundaries in your personal life. I'm Lindsay Keisman in for a podcast takeover series on the Group Practice Exchange podcast. See y'all next time. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting. They're an accounting firm that works specifically with mental health practices, both solo and group. And they do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. And on top of that, they can help you set up your Profit First systems. So if you're thinking of using Profit First or currently use them, go to Green Oak Accounting and check them out. You can check them out at www.greenoakaccounting.com. Mention the Group Practice Exchange and get $100 off your first month. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.